Hello to everyone on the interwebs. Chris Haddon, Jason Balin, co-founders of hardmoneybankers.com, rei360.net. And please check us out uh, any previous show on social media, hashtag the rei360show, which we are doing here live at our office in Columbia, Maryland. Should be a really cool show. Again, we're doing the segment called Three Surprise Questions. So if you didn't see this first segment, uh, check back. A few weeks ago, we, we did this. We got really, really, really good results mm. um, from a lot, of our yeah, a lot of our followers because you know we were very candid. We were open with each other. Uh, we asked each other three questions, and the other person didn't know what the questions were ahead of time, so there was no prep time uh, to, to, to get moving on. And there were questions that we were, you know, the, the other person's answer was very surprising. So we learned a lot from it. Uh, a lot of our followers did as well because they're entrepreneurs, they're business owners, they're real estate investors, yeah. and you know there's something to be said about that when you see the experience of two investors similar to ourselves that have been in business for 10 years. So we got a great show ahead for you. Check it out right now. We have some heat for you today. The three surprise questions. Please let us know what you think. Uh, comment wherever you happen to be uh, listening to or watching this and throw out a question of your own or one for us or whatever it might be. Just give us some kind of feedback. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Who, 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 who didn't, didn't you go first last Then I have to answer the first question last time? I think so. You want to go first this time? Yep. That, that would be fair. I'm a, I think I need to mix up my questions a little bit. I wrote, I wrote them down. I wrote three down just because I think they were good ones. but. I'm going to start soft and then maybe get harder instead of just going real hard at the beginning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it may be a little. It may be a little bit easier. All right, I'm, let's do it. I'm mix them up. Okay. A little nervous. Actually, what do you questions. What do you think is the best success habit that you practice on a regular basis? Mm. Riddle me that. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of my head, I would say focus. Um, when it comes to like what I do or you know other things like side things like diet or exercise or whatever I try not to think about all the stuff that I don't do you know like um, like in in the diet example like I try not to focus on all the stuff I don't eat because that just sucks like if you focus on the things that you do eat and like then it's easy um, or Good better point. I shouldn't say it's easy I, th I think it's better and apply that to business stuff too um, I, I try to keep in mind all the stuff that I, I do, and I try not to make them too many things. And I know that repeated actions on the right stuff over time is going to create great results. So like I think about um, like marketing stuff, which we call top line. I think about finance stuff, which we call bottom line. Um, and as long as I'm doing the right stuff day in and day out, applying focus, results will happen over time. Yeah, I think that's a good a good comment because I'll tell you firsthand like a lot of times I get real stressed out that oh we should be doing this we should be doing this I need to do this you can't do everything right it's easy and to get that way too if, and if you really concentrate on what you're focused on and those mm -hmm. core things and you're like I'm doing this consistently and I'm doing this really well forget all that other noise yeah in a perfect world I'd love to do all that stuff too but I'm doing all this great yeah. and I think that's a valid point yeah I try to keep that in mind like this is what I do every day cool cool alright off and running you Wait, no, I asked you one. <laughs> okay. So this is what happens when you do live shows. If you had to rewind 10 years ago and start a company, it could not be a lending company, what kind would you start? Okay. Um, I mean, it would still be, it, it would just be a full-time real estate investing operation. 
This, yeah. This, the, uh, although I love the lending side and think, you know, I'm passionate about that the most, and I like so many aspects of that, but since I'm disqualified on that side and I cannot do the lending side, I would be a, I'd still be a full-time real estate investor. Um, doing flips and rentals and all that? Yeah, doing flips and rentals. Uh, you know, when you start back from scratch, based on the resources that you have and the knowledge mm -hmm. that you didn't have that you have now. Right. I mean, if I had the knowledge I had now and I started over, I would, uh, you know, I'd probably, I'd, do, I'd probably do more rentals than, than I would have back then, but when you're just worried about cash and, yeah. and, and acquiring cash and paying bills, I'd probably jump in and do, and, 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 do and do more flips. And from what I know now, I probably would have done more flips than I should have right off the bat and probably got myself in trouble. So I, you know, if I was disciplined back then, and I don't know if I would have been, I would have done one deal at a time, got really good at it, honed in on it, and then grew from there. Okay, good answer, I like that. Okay, <clears throat> let me give you an easy one, and then the last one will be a little bit more challenging. What, out of all the books that you ever read, what is your favorite one and why? And what, do you, what did you learn from it that you believe can impact everybody watching or listening to this show? Okay, business books, I'm assuming, right? Doesn't need to be. I mean, it could be, it could be mental books. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go with the four hour work week um, for a couple reasons. One, it came at the right time for us. I think that book came out in 2007, right around the time that we were starting. And the reason why it was so impactful for me and for many people out there is that it just completely flipped what I knew the world to be on its head and showed you that anything's possible, like running a business from wherever or doing it like this and not, just not adhering to all the norms and making your own reality. And that has really, really stuck with me. And it resonated with a lot of people too. That's why it's a super bestseller and all that. So that's my answer. Number one, four-hour work week. I'll take that. I agree. <laughs> that's cool. a good. That's a good. That's a good option. Good choice. Um, if you could have a business skill that you don't have, what would it be? Oh, business. That is a good one. Business skill, or something that you would maybe not good at and want to be better at. Hmm. There's no right answer. You can throw out anything you like. I mean, there's a lot of correct answers, so. Man. Stumped him. He did stump, he did stump me. A business skill that, and I, and, you know, I'm by no means. Or just something you want to improve. No, I get it. I, I'm just trying to find a good, I'm just trying to think of a good answer because, I mean, obviously I'm not perfect at tons and tons of things. I'm just trying to think of one thing that in the very near future I really want to improve on. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that we talk about that passion and improving in is really understanding how to underwrite large commercial projects. Um, it's, a, it's a skill that I just don't, I don't have a lot of experience with it. You know, we live in the residential investment world and, you know, we've done thousands of deals in this space and I really would like to understand, you know, how to under, underwrite um, and how to invest in, in commercial real estate. And I'm not saying we would do that or if that works great for our business model, but I would like to have that skill set and that knowledge base to know what's, what's, a good at, you know, what's a good asset and which one's not. Good one. Cool. Whew. 
I had to shake that one off a little bit. <laughs> that, that, that was heavy. That should have been an easy answer too, and it wasn't. I don't know why. I was thinking. I was thinking deeper because I was thinking more business skill than. Right. But okay. Okay. What is the one thing that you do not like doing on a regular basis? Something that you are responsible for and you have to do uh, daily, at least daily. No, daily or at least weekly. I, I would say. Okay. But something like on a regular occasion you have to do and you just. You just don't like doing it. This is an easy one for me. <laughs> and, and you're probably gonna know this one. It can't, and it can't be something related to transactional work. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? That no, screws up the whole no, thing. No, 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 like so, no. Like, can I give you my first answer, and then you tell me if it's wrong, and I'll do it yeah. again? Yes. Okay, because <laughs> there's multiple choice or something. Okay. Maybe I should rephrase I, the question. I, Fortunately, I'm allergic to administrative work. <laughs> it hurts me physically when I have to do it. I can't pay attention to it like I get like ADD and I can't do it, which becomes a benefit because I can definitely focus on the important stuff. A lot of people will get caught up in like just office stuff and clerical things and everything else. I have to get rid of that because I can't physically do it. So there's pretty much one thing I have left um, and that's doing some filling out some forms for clients to uh, move some of their investment funds around that I have never delegated that. I held on to that. It's absolutely clerical. It's not a good use of my time in my position. It's not. Um, and I still have that. I've not gotten rid of it. It hurts me when I have to do it mm -hmm. a few times a week. And that's where we are. That's my answer. Okay. Is that acceptable Less. to the audience? Yeah. I should, I should have taken that one notch heavier. You can do it. You can. No, nah, that's all right. We're, we're going to stick to our three questions. We're going right, right. to stick to the time. And hey, there's always and, 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 and you know what? That's probably a better learning experience for a lot of people anyways related to it. I mean, if I went a little bit deeper, it wouldn't have applied to that much of our audience. And I think that's important because a lot of people are catch themselves you know, doing things they probably shouldn't be doing. A lot of people so, get caught in that. It's it's good that it's you're a trap. it's good that you're allergic to it and you just can't do it because yeah, you know you I, may I, break I, out in hives or I lucked disaster. Out in that regard, <laughs> Be, being allergic to administrative work is, is you know fair enough. Yeah, very fortunate. <laughs> fortunate. Um, all right, let me preface this question. We use the term snowball a lot. Um, for the most part, it means an investment that grows on its own. Just to keep it simple, a simple definition. Um, second part of the preface of the question is that here at our lending company, we um, we lend funds of our own alongside all of our investor clients. So we each have lender accounts. Um, now's the question. Besides your lender account, what is your favorite snowball? What is favorite snowball number two? Am I keeping this as a financial snowball? Um, because I think that's a big thing. Let's go with the financial snowball because yeah. it could be other stuff like database and because of my, followers, yeah. anything that they can grow like that. Let's keep it financial snowball. Yeah, my favorite non-financial one is our email database. Right. I, I think right. that's super valuable to anybody. Um, so nothing related to lending? Just not your lender account. What about self-directed IRA? Am I allowed to use that? Yeah, you can use that. Because that's yeah. technically a lender account. No, so, Yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, using our, you know, our self-directed IRAs to get into investments is a big short-term and long-term snowball. Now, we can't invest in our own deals, unfortunately. Right. Um, legally. And, legally and unfortunately. But with that, we have to get creative of what we can invest in. So if we're investing in 
uh, another lender's notes or investing in buying a rental property in that or investing in a business with it. So there's a lot of things you still can use that for. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe one of the reasons my favorite snowball is because it makes me become more creative and look outside the box into other types of investment vehicles, knowing that yep. my favorite investment vehicle, I, you know, which, which I'm the most passionate about, I cannot invest in. So you know, we've inv invested in notes from other companies, but bought properties with it, you can buy stocks with it, I can pretty much do whatever with it. And like we were talking about er earlier today, you know, I'm not putting all my eggs in that snowball or in that bucket or in that software area of, of other different retirement accounts because I know that because I'm getting creative with this one, it could be a little bit more it risky. Could be a little more aggressive. Uh, I'm look, you know, I may be looking for some home runs with it, but I, I think long term, it's one. Of, it's going to be end up being probably my most profitable and one of my favorite mm. snowballs slash buckets because I'm going to invest in things with it that I wouldn't ordinarily do. That's a good one. I like that. And I'd probably agree since I'm doing the same thing, obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Think about your snowballs, just you know, things that are growing. It's what really, really moves the needle over time, and that's why you'll hear us repeat that frequently. Um, good stuff. Yeah, good, good stuff. We, we spit out our three questions. Hopefully you guys got a lot out of it. As always, we really, really, really appreciate you watching, and we'd appreciate any feedback that you have. If you could comment below, that would be great. Share it, like it no matter where, yeah. you, where you're watching or listening to it, we certainly appreciate it. And you can throw out a question for next time too. We can always address that. Um, always looking for topics. We'll looking around always for looking for topics for new shows. So yeah. we, uh, Feel free to you know, ask whatever you like. We've done close to 60 shows now and we're, we're going strong and we're continuing to commit to them every week. So uh, until next time, check us out.